Hey, it's Bridget and Liz, and you're listening to Dude, Dude, Guess What? Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Dude, Guess What? We're happy to have you. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. And we just realized that it's episode 20 today. Yeah, and I had to do some quick math. This is Liz. And I was like, 20 divided by four, because there's four weeks in a month, is five months, right? 20 divided by four is five. So we've been doing this for about five months. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a mathematician, but I'm pretty sure that's five months. (laughs) I I mean, I I just, yeah, math is not my strong suit. And especially like right now, just thinking is like difficult for me. So. I know. I like today when you were like talking about that poll and I was like, you're not making literally anything. I know. I know. And I, and then Ryan like explained it to me at dinner and I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. Um, I mean, (laughs) we're just like, you're not wrong. You're pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, that was anyway, that was kind of funny. We were talking about on our, in our group chat today, we have a group chat between like me, my husband, Anth, Anthony, and then Liz and her husband, Ryan. And, and we were talking about, and it, today's Amazon prime day, I guess. And, um, and then he's like, what's worse, like somebody being single on Valentine's day or you being poor on Amazon prime day, which is obviously us <laughs> because <laughs> let's be honest, a resident salary is not that much. And, you know, you're like looking at all these things people are buying and you're like, oh, which actually is kind of, it's kind of like, uh, related to our topic today for the podcast too. Yeah. Right. Cause we're still true. on social media. So. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like today's going to be like a heavier topic because there's lots of thoughts. Yeah. Lots of, yeah. Big thoughts. Yeah. But Liz, I mean, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Here. Okay. I know. I know. I just thought of that. I just was like, you know, like what stream of consciousness, like, you know, I can, I can bring it back though. Um, dude, that thing about crumble today. I know. So yeah, this is our breaking news that we have to discuss. Current events. Current. Yeah. Welcome to current event corner. <laughs> Should that be a new segment? Yeah. We're like, <laughs> Here we have Liz and Bridget taking it over with current Current events. Okay. So the biggest thing, and Bridget sent this to me and Ryan, because we also have another group chat that's called Cookie Monsters. (laughs) We talk about cookies, like the new flavors coming out. Um, Just random stuff about cookies. (laughs) Yeah. We're just like, look, because there's some new places coming out. And anyway, Crumble is suing. Who are they suing again? Dirty dough, dirty dough, which is another brand of um, cookies that can be delivered and picked up. The funny thing is that I was reading about it. Like the dirty dough actually originates from Arizona. Like it was a kid that was like going to college there and was making them out of his apartment. Yeah. I mean, that story is similar to crumble. Well, yeah, of course. Like they're all similar, but I just find it interesting that they're like, oh, yeah, so Crumble's suing them basically for stealing their idea, right? 
Yeah. I, what was it? Let me, let me, let me pull that up in real time because. Yeah. So, so crumble suing them for something to that effect. Bridget will find us the real it details. Was, uh, oh, trademark infringement, which I feel like trademark wouldn't that be their name. Yeah. Or, or maybe I, like I a mean, picture of a cookie. Yeah. Or <laughs> they're like, you took our picture cook, our cookie picture. Like, well, all chocolate chip cookie dough picture i mean chocolate chip cookies all look the same so yeah like how how else would you like us to draw that yeah Yeah. but i was telling bridget like this is what i think is funny is uh crumble is getting all hot and bothered about freaking someone else ripping them off and i'm like okay crumble you are a rip off of chip cookies which um does the does their own version when of cookies and chip cookie is a knockoff of those cookies from New York, the Levain bakery. Well, I was going to say like Ruby snap. Yeah. Oh, and Ruby snaps different though. They actually have like, I don't know. I like Ruby snap. They're definitely unique and they're like literally one store. It's not like they're. I know. I'm just talking about like in Utah it was like Ruby snap was like the best thing ever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's be honest. Um, I feel like Chip kind of stole off of Mrs. Fields. So, whatever. You do? I'm just teasing. Mrs. Fields is like near and dear to my heart. I don't know though if like Chip wasn't like knocked off from Levain Bakery. I just feel like it's just a, it's a cookie company. Like there are only yeah. so many cool like combinations you can do. And at least for me, this is what I said is I, I just was like, I'm kind of annoyed that Crumble's like getting so insecure about another cookie company. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, homie, you've got like 500 stores. Yeah. Like what's going to happen? This yeah. one. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. Uh, no, I was going to say just like they have 500 stores, this dough, other story or this other uh, company, I forgot already what's called something dough, dirty dough dirty dough um has like three like relax well yeah and in that um in the article it says that they're going to open up more in utah but Mm -hmm. it's like i I mean what i mean what do you expect like people want to have different options some people don't like crumble i'm not a huge fan I feel like i like to try them i think they're fun and ryan and i actually did try two of the flavors from last week it was the brownie cookie something s'mores whatever oh brownie yeah from crumble and it was delicious and ryan also tried the um apple excuse me the apple pie one i didn't like it oh did he but yeah i don't know it's just kind of like why are they making such a big deal out of this it's so stupid well in in my like i'm like why aren't you suing other people like why aren't you suing twisted sugar or so delicious or like yeah. I don't know. I feel like too, there's an element of like being like, oh, like these people might be like bigger, uh, bigger than us type of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think it's dumb. I think it's dumb as well. Yeah. Anyway, but that was our hot uh, topic that we wanted to discuss for the today for sure. Yeah. So we had to get that in and out of the way ASAP. But- Anything cool happening with you though, Lou? this week not really um just hanging out you know taking it one day at a time I have started I'm at the point of my pregnancy where I just feel kind of like tired so like my, my body's just like getting more and more sore type of thing 
So I'm just taking it easy and yeah. wearing the same t-shirt every That's couple I days. About to say. I was like, wearing your <laughs> Mickey Mouse shirt. I know I got on, we got on Zoom and I was like, Bridge, I'm wearing my favorite, your favorite t-shirt of mine. <laughs> so, um, but I guess the only big thing that we have been doing is Ryan and I are continually helping mom and dad uh, downsize their life with all their junk that they have that's been in the garage and we finally went through some of dad's the last couple nights and made some progress and that's about it I don't know I'm just like not attached to like paper <laughs> and everything's like digitized you know now in our our world so I'm like just scan it in if you want to keep the documents scan it into your computer and keep a file on your you know on your hard drive or whatever but dad wants the physical copies of everything are you serious like what like uh nick's honor roll from seventh grade oh but whatever it's you know know. i can can see some of that stuff but like somebody um at my work i don't know what i don't know if they did it or a customer did it but i've seen it other customers do it before too is they'll Mm -hmm. take like if their child um takes pictures of like, or sorry, if their child draws pictures, they will take a picture of that drawing and then they put it in a chat uh-huh. book. And I think, that's, yeah, I think that's a great, yeah, I think that's a great idea. So, but anyway, so my week's kind of boring. I feel like my week is like, have some, I don't know. Anyway, so the well, funniest tell thing us, tell us. that happened, I mean, not funny, actually really sad. So Austin is in like T-ball. And it's bloody hot here in Oklahoma. And we're not used to the hot, like, and humidity. And, like, it's, like, 105, you know. Anyway, last night they had baseball at, like, 6 p.m. And Anthony normally is at the games, but since he started residency, um, he's on hospital this week. And so he's gone, like, 13-hour days. Mm -hmm. And um, anyway, so... Austin and so normally when Anthony's with him he's like making sure he's like chugging water and like everything and um Austin like went up to bat and you know they did the outfield stuff or whatever and then um he got up to bat again and he said that he was on like second base but um anyway he all of a sudden I hear uh, is this your mom and I look up and Austin and the coach are like right in front of me and Austin just looks like sheet white. And I was mm-hmm. like, what's wrong? Like, I knew immediately that something was like wrong. And mm-hmm. um, the coach was like, yeah, he was gagging out there, like on second base. And I wasn't even looking at him, like watching him because I was, I have JD in the car seat or in the stroller and I'm trying to like, you know, deal with him and make sure he's all happy and stuff. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. And, um, I come, I bring Austin out of like the dugout area thing. And, um, I was like, Austin, if you have to puke, like, you're going to have to throw up right here, like in this garbage can. And literally mm-hmm. like two seconds after I said that he just barfed. Aww. It was so sad. He was like, he had heat exha- exhaustion. So, like I felt so sad because I was like, Ugh. and so then he's, he was like, he's like, I need to sit down, mommy. Like, I don't feel good. And so we put him in the shade and like the coach's wife, like brought over this huge fan that had water attached to it Uh and just like put it in his face. And then like, 
another lady, I was trying to like, and trying to get JD. And so I got JD and then this other lady came over and she's like, do you want me to carry like Austin to the car for you? And I was like, no, it's okay. And so anyway, that was like a whole ordeal. And tonight he had another game, but, um, we just decided to keep him home. Cause I'm like, I just don't want to deal with, with that. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Kids get, that's too bad. Yeah. The other thing though, is, um, Anthony's birthday is on Thursday. And he's, he's what turning, one. turning 31. Yeah. Like nice. it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm, he's going to be working, which kind of like stinks, but, um, anyway, maybe you could drive to the hospital and like bring him lunch or something. I highly doubt it. I don't know. I don't even know if they would do that because yeah, I don't know, but, um, I I think we're just going to like, he's like, let's, we're not going to really celebrate it. Like on it. Cause he's not going to get home till late. And the kids like go to bed right after he gets home. So I think we're going to do something. This well, you week. better give him our presents. Oh, I will. I still okay. want him. I'm like so pumped for him to get my present. Like, so pumped. I have no I'll idea what you got him after. Cause he'll probably listen to this. Um, but the other thing is I'm getting my hearing aids this week. Have you not had them? Yeah. Oh, did I not tell you this? No. So for those that don't There's know, I remember I'm like over 50% deaf. And they don't know why, like, I had just a, lucky, I guess. Yeah, just lucky. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think I realized that it was a problem till a couple years ago. Like I've ha- always had trouble hearing people and I've had to have people repeat things several times. And I think it was just kind of like affecting me wanting to go out because mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. Hearing is hard. So it's like, and I don't want to be the person that's like, can you say that again? Like 50 times till I actually hear you. (laughs) They went to an audiologist. Anyway, she was like, I don't know what this is from like, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I ended up getting hearing, like I did hearing tests and stuff and I ended up getting hearing aids. Anyway, I've worn them off and on. Um, for the most part in Idaho, I wasn't wearing them just because I wasn't. I mean, I I would try to wear them too. Well, I'd wear them to like social outings, like mainly, but it's not like we were super social there. So like Mm -hmm. at home, like, I don't care if I'm asking Anthony 50 times to say something, you know? And you're like, and I like it that I can't hear my kids screaming at full volume. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like when you're wearing hearing aids and everything is on a normal level. Like I, I would, I really do become like way too overstimulated. Like I start mm-hmm. getting the shivers because I'm like just so overstimulated. Shivers. shivers. But, um, anyway, I was like, I, before we moved here, I was like, I'm going to make it like a priority to make, to wear my hearing aids here because. Oh, I just, yeah. And so, but then I started wearing them, but my left hearing aid wasn't like working. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is going on? Like, and I would charge it. I like replaced like the little things that you take out of it and it still just wasn't working. So I went into Costco a couple weeks ago. Um, cause that's where I got my hearing aids from. Um, cause they had a better deal than what the audiologist at the hospital was. And they're the same ones, but anyway, um, so I was like, Hey, you know, these aren't working. So they like try to they went back there and they're like, um, 
it wasn't working for them either. They could not get it to work. But they found out that they no longer make those hearing aids anymore, like the ones. Uh, oh. And they also no longer make the battery that goes with them. Like well, the that's battery. not convenient. Yeah. So um, they're like, well, we can either have you pay this X amount of money for it to get fixed. Um, we'd have to ship them out. Um, or you can pay and or you can pay this amount of money to ship them both out and get the new upgraded ones that they do make now. So we shipped them to get the new upgraded ones that like will be totally fine. Can you connect them to your phone or anything? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So um, we got those and they called me yesterday to let them know that they were in. Mm-hmm. So I get to pick them up on Saturday and finally wear them again. So how often are you going to wear them? Every day. Let's let's check back next week or we'll, we'll check back next week to see how that's going. But good for you. I'm glad you're getting them. Yeah, me too. Anyway, that's just like the thing that I've been dealing with this week. So mm. nothing crazy, but kind of like Liz was saying, we're going to talk about social media today. Yeah, hot topic. as always yeah and I feel like too like social media kind of goes hand in hand with like having friends and friendships yeah and it's just it's a lot to like digest because I have mixed feelings about social media Mm -hmm. at least for me and I've told Liz this like I think social media can be a good thing Mm -hmm. um, but I also think I feel like there are more cons to it than pros okay I don't know. I, I mean, and, and kind of like to go back, like, I mean, you and I don't come from an age of like there being like in high school. I think there was just MySpace. You didn't have Facebook at all. I mean, I honestly can't remember when I got a Facebook. I guess I can I look. I, oh, sorry. Go on. Oh, I was just saying, I, I think you can look it up when you when you like got an account, but I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I but I think like I, I probably did have a Facebook maybe like later in high school. But mm-hmm. I don't think it was like as it is what it is now. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's definitely evolved over time. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to also think like I didn't have a cell phone till ninth grade. And also at that time, you didn't have Internet on your cell phone. Yeah. Well, there was Internet, but it was like not the Internet that we have today. Yeah. Or data that we have today, and- whatever it's called. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get a cell phone until senior year, till like March of senior year. And we only had, you know, 25 texts a month. And that was like going out and coming in. So like, that's like really like 12-ish texts a month. So it's not like we were texting people, you know? When you still had like landlines there too. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. you kind of was um, using like, using that a lot if you didn't to like call your friends or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't, we didn't really have to grow up in a time with social media. And so I feel like, I don't know if this is, I don't know, maybe I'm just making this up, but for me, I feel like I can easily disconnect if I want to. It's not like I absolutely have to, I don't, I, I don't think I have an addiction to my phone. I can put it down and be fine. And, and, and honestly, like, I feel like I'm becoming more and more, um, or using it less like for social media. I mostly listen to podcasts and, um, and audible audiobooks. So that's what I use. My, my phone time is mostly that like when, when, um, 
you get your little report every every week from Apple, and it'll say like like literally like almost every single week it'll be like you're down eight percent from last week, you know. So I feel like I'm my social media usage is going down. Um, but I think that I think that's just because I can disconnect. I really don't care. Like yeah, I don't know. I'd honestly be like, how how many honestly though like how um how much do you feel like you use Instagram like how many minutes I'd be I want to be oh I don't even know how to look that up because I, oh. I just see where do you I where do I look that time. up screen time yeah you go to screen time and then you go to um oh shoot where's it at under general or what yeah, you, it's under, no, it's right under like, you'll get onto settings and then it's like notification, sound and haptics, focus, screen time. Click that. You'll go to see all. Activity. Oh, <laughs> I'm an idiot. My daily average on my phone is five hours and 40 minutes. For, oh yeah, for mine, for like everything. Mine is seven hours, but that's majority is um, my work like mm, yeah so it's like i i mean yeah i'm on my but uh, like my instagram 27 minutes 30 minutes okay. 20 Is minutes today no just like going through the week oh like i'm i feel like i'm rarely on today was 30 minutes no 20 yesterday was 27 today is yeah 30 minutes um today i had today i had 15 minutes on instagram so it's like, I just, and I'm like you, like, I don't feel like I spend nearly as much time as I use. I feel like a couple of years ago, I definitely feel like I was addicted to Instagram. Mm-hmm. And well, not so much Facebook. Cause I don't think feel like people use Facebook anymore that much. Yeah. Me either. Like I was talking to Nick about this the other day. Cause Nick's thinking about deleting his social or his Instagram. Um, just cause he's what? Like, well, he's like, I feel like it's like a girl's app. Like not a lot. Of That's people, what he said. Yeah. He's like, not a lot oh, of people funny. like use it and stuff anyway. Um, but, uh, he's like, you know, he's like Facebook. I feel like Facebook is kind of like, um, you like have your work friends on there or like colleagues or like people for, that you're not necessarily super close with. And then Instagram's more like people that you are close with, but I don't know. At least for me, like I, I definitely feel like um, a couple years ago, I got really like, I was, I was very easily, um, uh, not persuaded. I wouldn't. I don't know. Like, I was easily influenced by social media and by like the things that I was seeing, and um, and I like kind of took it heavy, like. I remember one time it was like, I, I remember seeing like people, like I'd be checking my followers and I'd be like, Oh, somebody unfollowed me. Like, yeah. I remember talking to Liz about it and I was like, I don't know. Am I doing like, what am I doing? Am I doing something annoying? Like, and it was just, it wasn't healthy. And it's kind of embarrassing to even like be that influenced by it. Well, what I think is, I don't even notice if someone unfollows me, I would have no idea. Yeah. You know, like, so I remember when Bridget, when, when that happened, I was like, 
sure. I don't know. Like, I don't know why she would have done that. And why do you care? Does You don't even talk to her in real life. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think that also stems from like an insecurity with myself. Sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. But, and that's, that's part of, is it, uh, I can't think of the right word, but like part of the social media thing though. Yeah. I mean, it's all fake. Like it's kind of, it kind of goes into like the friendship thing. Like it's, I don't know. I think, I think, um, one of like the one things that I, uh, that I think like one of the cons, and I think there are, like I said, I think there are good things about social media as I think one of the cons is like, it reduces face-to-face interaction. Mm -hmm. Like you don't really have to be a friend anymore. Like that's the thing. Like you can, you don't have to put any effort in the effort in being a friend is just like sending someone a meme or, you know, like, uh, or doing a reaction to one of their stories type of thing. Yeah. And, and friendship is like, is something that is more than that, you know? And I think like, for me, I did focus on like, Oh, I only have this many followers. And, and it's like, you know, who cares? Like, and I think too, like, it took me a while to get to there. Um, Mm -hmm. after talking with a friend about it, but I don't know. I, I think, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. So what do, what does a friendship look like to you? What does that like in, in in-person friendship, what are important qualities to you? For me? Yeah. I think over the years, um, this isn't necessarily a quality, but like somebody that puts in like the amount of time that I do. I have always said that I've always wanted a friend like myself. Mm-hmm. I think like, I mean, I may not be a great friend right now. I think that there are like ebbs and flows in my life. And maybe that's like with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but like, I feel like I'm the friend that will like be like, Hey, let's go do this. Or like, Hey, what can I give? Like, can I drop you off? Like a thing, like a meal or and it's not like I'm asking for that kind of thing, but I, I think like something I've, I've realized is like, uh, like you make time for people that make time for you. Yeah. And, I and I think that like goes towards like, if, if you only have a friend that's like only available in social media, but like drops you like a hat outside of social media, like that's not worth having a friend over. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, I'm sure you've seen this and maybe, well, I'm not saying I'm sure maybe you've had friends like that, or maybe we know people that have had friends that, um, there it's definitely like a one-sided thing. I know I've had that relationship type of friendship before where I'm putting in all the effort and the other person is putting in like minimum effort, you know, to it. And I'm just like trying and trying. And then eventually it just like, I'm like, this isn't even worth it anymore because like, I'm begging you to hang out with me and you don't care. <laughs> well, it's and, not like you're, yeah. it's not like you're trying to like, I, I guess I just don't want to paint a picture that I'm trying to be like needy. It's just yeah. like, and, and I'm not asking for really anything in return. It's just like, I feel like a relationship is a two-sided thing. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, it it's can't always, street. yeah, it's yeah. not like, it's not, it's give and take. It's not, Give, mm-hmm. give, 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 and and take and and all take. 
And I think too, like you kind of, I've learned that you kind of have to be selfish in the relationships that you have. Mm -hmm. Like, and what I mean by that is like, you can start off having a friendship and, and, and if they're just not like, like reciprocating, like what you're doing or, or anything, I think you can just be like, yeah, you know what? Like, this isn't worth my time or energy. I still like them as a person, but like, clearly I want this friendship more than that person does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think friendships evolve over time and social media makes it really easy to seem like you're keeping in touch with them or like you're up to date on their lives. Um, but really I think, you know, like we're human and we need that interaction, that human interaction, as opposed to just like through screen time. And for me during quarantine, I was like, I think that made me really reevaluate a lot of my friendships. Really? Um, yeah, because I think, I think I had a lot of like superficial ones, you know, um, as opposed to like my real true friends. And when I, uh, when I, you know, cause we weren't around people for months and months and months and you kind of like figure out like, who's, who's like really like giving you a call or sending you a text or, you know, whatever it is, FaceTiming you to check in. And as opposed to just like, here's a funny meme, you know, like not, not that there's anything wrong with sending memes. I send memes all the time. Yeah. But yeah, so I think uh, the value of friendship, in-person friendship is like way greater than the value of social media friendship. But I don't know, I, maybe other people connect better that way. But I just need, to, I, I have a small group of friends and they all know who they are. Like, and I, yeah, anyway, so yeah. I, I like the in-person stuff. I think though, like too, like growing up, I think at least for me, I was like quantity over quality. And I don't know where I got that from, but like, I remember thinking like, I need to have all these friends, like blah, blah, blah. And, um, I was talking to one of my friends the other day about friendships and she was saying, um, just, she's actually a friend that I had for a really long, I mean, she's, I've been friends with her since seventh grade. Mm -hmm. Like, and, um, I think like, in college, we still were, we still were friends, but it it wasn't like we were like actively, I mean, I'd come home over the summers and we'd hang out and I'd still consider her a good friend, but you kind of like lose touch almost a little bit. Like when you've moved away out of state. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, um, but it's been fun, like over the last year or two, like we'll Marco Polo each other. And, uh, you know, we were talking about this the other day that like, it's funny how, like when you're in high school, like all of your friends are just, you're just there for a good time. You know, like you like each other's company, but it's not like you're talking at least for like me and my friends. You're not, I mean, there are, well, I guess I should say my guy friends in high school, I did talk about like, I don't know, deep stuff with, I don't know. Like, um, but like majority you weren't being like, so what are your views on this. What are your deepest, yeah, darkest, what are your no. deepest thoughts? But I mean, and also like you're immature, like you're a 17 year old kid, like you don't even, mm-hmm. think about, at least I didn't, like I did not think about. <laughs> I wasn't, I know for sure I wasn't. Um, but I was like, I hope I make madrigals. <laughs> oh, Bridget's laughing so hard, no sound is coming out. You know, dude, it's just funny because like you really do like 
care about those stupid trivial things. You're like, yeah. I hope somebody notices my blouse today. <laughs> blouse. blouse. <laughs> oh, Bridget, blouse. <laughs> I'm living in the 1950s. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's all good. Um, but uh, she was saying she was like, you know, it's in, it's cool. Like now that we're adults, like you get to know your friends of like where they and not that you can't have friends that have differing views or about like anything or a different background it's just cool to have to realize like your friends like actually you know we are kind of similar and and I kind of think that also that kind of goes with my being a friend thing is like you should be around people that you actually enjoy being around yeah a hundred percent and that make you like want to be a better person or adds value to your life. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> At least for me, like I know I went through something like really hard a couple years ago with a friend, like, and um, I realized that I didn't necessarily want to be friends with somebody that was like kind of toxic. And you don't remember this? No. Sorry, I just made a really confused look on my face. I'm like, who is she talking about? You don't remember? And that girl like freaked out at me on the phone. No. And you came I up to not. Boise because I was like so depressed. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay. I remember now. Okay. Yeah. Bridget had this girl say some really mean things to her. I mean, I'm an adult. Like this was like literally two or three years ago. Yeah, it was uh, 2019. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this girl said some like really nasty things to me and it kind of like shook me a little bit because I, and I feel like maybe that was kind of like my turning point with being with friends is like, I, it it was hard for me to like, um, to have these things said to me because, um, I just don't think you speak to people that way. And I think there's an element of me that was like also insecure in terms of, I was worried about having friends still. And, um, and I was like, you know, I don't, I mean, that was kind of the gist of it. Like I didn't want this person as a friend because I didn't like, um, the type of things that were happening. And, um, I, I didn't necessarily call her out on it. I made a comment about it and then she like blew up mm-hmm. and um, I was just like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really need that. And I think I had, I was like very, um, it was a hard time for me to go through mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like I was very down on myself and um, it was sad. Yeah, it was really bad and sad and everything. And, um, you're like, yeah, it was all around awful time. hundred percent would not recommend. I, I went to a counselor actually about it. Um, because it was like such a, I think I was more just like shocked that somebody would talk to somebody that way and like say all of these awful things about somebody. And, um, and you know, my counselor actually talked a lot about friendships, like, mm-hmm. Like, I, I think too, there's like this, this like element of like, everybody thinks they're friends, but it's like, no, you're actually like an acquaintance. Like a friend does these types of things and a friend has, it, I don't know, I'm not going to get into it, but like, 
it was more or less just being like, yeah, this person is not a friend and this is what a friendship is. And this is what mm-hmm. contributes to a friendship. And mm-hmm. I think I am glad that even though that was like a really hard and scary time for me, and I'm sure people are like thinking like, how is this so bad? But maybe one day I'll talk about it more. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I think going to that counselor and, and reevaluating what a friend was like was very helpful for me. Well, that's so, good, me. I don't know. But at least now, like what do friendships look like for me personally now? I'm a mom. And so it's kind of hard to like make friends too, because um, sometimes you're like, man, like this person would be so cool to hang out with, but they don't have kids that are like the similar age as you. So it mm-hmm. makes it kind of hard. Mm. So I don't know. Anyway, but that kind of like goes back to like social media. Like I feel like social media, it, it, it affects friendship. Yeah, it affects it for sure. And it makes it convenient to pretend like you're a friend type of thing. Um, And we all see the same things going around, you know, like, um, I don't know. We just like, like lately the, um, the biggest thing going around is the anonymous posting thing. Like literally everybody's doing it. Even Bridget did it. Well, I did it for the purpose of this podcast. So Bridget got sent some stuff from, from our amazing friends on social media. And we do have some of the stuff uh, intertwined with um, our own thoughts about social media um, and how it affects our lives. So uh, we'll sprinkle some of the responses in with with our deep thoughts. Yeah. I mean, well, one of the things that like, actually the main um, thing that I got from people was misinformation expand um like politically i think um hold on let me read let me read a couple of these so it's basically people reposting misinformation yeah just like um so somebody said the spread of misinformation is the worst thing about social media um it like I mean obviously there are other things that people have said but I got a lot of and then somebody else said the spread of things how fast it is even if it's not true um yeah and I think I think like this kind of also goes hand in hand with um oh so she's so this person said is how quickly things spread and the immediate gratification that comes from it there are so many things that are now news that never would have been seen been that never would have been before during COVID so much misinformation was so easily easily shared because it was easy to spread it everywhere, which I think is like a pro and a con, right? Like the fastest way to like get something out. That's maybe like a, a big thing is Mm -hmm. social media, but that's also like a two edged sword. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, this isn't really misinformation, but just like to go on that, like today and tomorrow or Amazon prime day and literally every, not lit. I'm not gonna say literally because that's the wrong use of the word, but lots of people have been posting about Amazon prime day and their, you know, deals they're getting. And it's on every, it's on, on the majority of the people's Instagram right now, you know? So like things it spreads like wildfire. Yeah. But that's the thing though, is like, 
you know, Abe Lincoln, he once said that you could find literally anything on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that quote. Yeah, I remember that quote too. Four, honestly, four score like and seven years ago. That's what I mean is like anybody, and this kind of also goes to the fakeness of it, but anybody can say literally anything that they want on social media. Yeah. And I think too, like kind of with the misinformation, like news outlets, I remember my dad telling me, he's like, this is an, a news outlet is an entertainment business. They mm-hmm. are wanting views. They are wanting clicks. They're wanting likes. They just want mm-hmm. you to come to their news outlet. So they will literally post anything and everything and have whatever kind of title they want on it, even though it's, it's not, it's not real or it's not like clickbait truth. Yeah. And, and it goes, and that's the thing is it's like for at least for news outlets, it goes for both sides of the scale. And if you don't think that your main news outlet is being 100, if you think they're being 100% truthful, then like, I feel like you need to take a hard look at things because, or that the news outlet has done their job. Well, yeah. And and I don't know this kind of, I don't know. There's so much to like divulge into social media. That's yeah. Just so interesting. Um, so, so we know, so here's the things we know, here's the things we've discussed and that we know it affects your friendships. It spreads misinformation quickly. It spreads it for anything though. Like that's not just misinformation. I agree, but it's also addicting. Yeah, it is addicting and people get addicted to it. And then they have, it, it spirals out of control. Like you have, you, then you get Bridget has this written down, um, the FOMO thing, fear of missing out, right? You see people yeah. on vacation or you see people on, you know, at the county fair or whatever they're doing. And you're like, oh man, or like your, some of your friends are getting together without you. And, and, and you're like, why wasn't I invited? You know, like, how come, how come I didn't get the invite to go to dinner or Alan's whatever? House. Yeah. Yeah. It's like before social media, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't have even known. Or you would have known. Or you would have. Me not being invited to my senior senior trip with all my friends. Oh, <laughs> so I didn't so know sad. that. Yeah. Oh, well. They're like, it's high school friendships. Who cares? <laughs> the other thing I think it does, and um, I don't know if this is from someone, but it distracts you from your life goals, I feel like, too. Right? Yeah, I definitely feel like it. Well, kind of like with the fear of missing out thing, like, um, I don't even know if it's fear of missing out, but it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of comparison, like kind of like what Mm -hmm. you were saying, like, and I guess maybe it's not the fear of missing out. It's just like, Oh, look at their glamorous life. Like, why is it my life glamorous? Or at least for Mm -hmm. me, sometimes I'll look at people and I'd be like, they're such a fun mom. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that with my kids. Like, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to take away that person's like, and, and sometimes I think people post things with good intent. Um, yeah, but I think there are a lot of people that post it as look at me, like I'm doing so great. I'm doing. And, and that also, like I said, this all kind of just like aligns with, they all build on top of each other because it's, it's a lot of like, um, unrealistic expectations Mm -hmm. or like virtue signaling, like, look how great I am. I'm like supporting this cause. It's like, okay. Like, like, good for you. Love that for you. 
I don't know. And, you know, like, I just, I'm not like, I don't ever engage in anything other than like uh, things that don't matter on Instagram or Facebook or any social media platform. Like, uh, let me know how you're making your bread. You know, like I'll, I'll send you the, the link on, you know, a new recipe or something, but so I, I just don't engage in anything political, anything even remotely, uh, I can't think of the word triggering or anything like that. I just don't get into it because I just know it's going to open a can of worms. And the problem with social media is if you were having this, here's the thing, if you were having this conversation face-to-face with somebody about any topic, like, right, the people can read body language and can, um, you know, see what's going on truly. But on social media, people aren't there to have a conversation with you. They're there to say, say what they want to say and whatever you say in return is wrong. And, um, Oh, I've seen that so many times in my own life. Yeah. It's just like, I just don't want to, if you want to have this conversation, if you want to have a conversation about any topic, it could be about shopping. It could be about politics. It could be about, you know, a a baseball game or something like let's have the conversation in real life. If it's something you feel really truly passionate about, because like you can misread people's tone so easily um, through a D through a direct message, like, and miss that. And, and then that does have some sort of like breakdown of friendship or relationship or acquaintance. But on the flip side though, too, like kind of what you're, I I mean, I do agree that I think social media is a bad place to be like um, having these types of conversations, but obviously all of us still do it anyway, or most of us do. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not as bad as I used to be years ago, but I think that's because I've like been like this mellowed out a little. Yeah. Like, Oh, if you saw me years ago, you'd be like, Whoa, like, (laughs) yeah. If you think she's bad now, you should have seen her five years ago. No, like 10 years ago. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. but I think too, like, at least for me, like I have to ask myself too, before I respond to some, if I've posted something that's like, my political belief or something about my religious belief or something. And somebody talks back at me, I guess for me, I have to be like, is this person emotionally mature enough to have this, this conversation with me? If they're not, I'm just like, there's no point, but this is my other yeah. thing is like, if somebody, I, I mean, generally speaking, 90% of the time, actually 95% of the time, if somebody posts something that is contrary to something that I believe I don't ever respond to it yeah me I'm like huh I'm like I'm just like what okay whatever they can think that they can whatever and if you're triggered by them posting it then that's more of a reflection on you than it is on that person yeah yeah and so it's like I don't know like I've had people um comment or write back on things and 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 more or less have been like your opinion's wrong and it's like okay like, I don't know. I don't like, what are you hoping to gain from this conversation with me? Because you're just going into it immediate. Like you're not even wanting to talk. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Social media removes, um, boundaries in a bad way. Yeah. 100%. I mean, that's not just like politically. I mean, it's like everything. Can you imagine? Let's just like put yourself in a, in a dating world. 
right? On social media where you're swiping right and left and men, I'm sure women do this too, but men are sending you unsolicited, you know, what picks and you're like, oh, okay. Like, would you do that in real life? Like, would you like meet me in the park and just like do that? No, you wouldn't like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like there, but it's like gagging over there, <laughs> like it removes boundaries. It makes people like act in ways that they never would in real life. Well, and that's the thing is like, you can be whoever you want to be on the internet because it's all behind closed doors. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like, that kind of also goes into the point of, and it brings back to full circle that it's fake. I mean, social, social media is fake. You have the people that are on there every day, you know, putting their lives out there and are like, look how great I am. Look how amazing I am. But it's like, you have no idea if that person is like going into bankruptcy because they're just trying to live this lavish lifestyle. And the only reason why I kind of know that is because I dated a kid in high school who, if you saw, like you would honestly, um, you would honestly think that they were filthy rich but they were in bankruptcy because they could not afford their home. They couldn't afford their cars. And obviously Mm -hmm. they ended up having to move out of their home and like downsize significantly. Mm -hmm. I think their, their house even got like foreclosed or something, but it's like, you just have, you have no idea. Yeah, no, we don't. We really don't. And, and the thing too, is that goes like with everybody, like, not even just like mommy bloggers, but like, you know, one of the messages that I got was seeing other people's perfect marriages is really hard, especially as I'm in the middle of a separation from my abusive husband. Oh, I know. I was like, "Mm, I don't know who you are, but like, I just want to hug you because I am the first to tell you that no relationships are perfect. Yeah. And even if you think that they are like, they are absolutely not, but that also, no one's perfect. That kind of goes like, um, like it's like, you know, expressing your love for somebody over social media, like Anthony, my husband hates doing that. Like literally does not like posting on social media about. Okay. Can I just, can I tell a story about Bridget? Sure. Okay, so I know what you're gonna say. So, do you? Do you? Was it about this last okay, so, birthday? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was. So Bridget, Bridget's also human, though, right? So Bridget, Bridget falls into this trap too. So, like for her birthday this year, Anthony made a post on Instagram, but didn't make one on Facebook. And well, no, she was no, like, no. "How come you didn't?" He posted it. It was posted on Facebook too. Oh, and, and he, he went to Facebook it. and he deleted the thing on Facebook. And we're just like, why would you do that? Are you embarrassed of me? It's only on Instagram. <laughs> you must be there to me. It's my birthday. And Anthony's like, no, I just don't post on Facebook. And it accidentally posted to Facebook. So like Bridget's also human and um, has these emotions of, I don't know what the right word is, but like. That also uh, goes back to insecurity. Like. I was like, yeah, I was, I was like, and, and the thing is like, I was getting notifications on Facebook and then I went to go, it said like somebody had written something. So I went on to my notifications to look at what this person said. And the thing was gone. I was like, 
I literally was like, what the heck? And so I asked him about it. And yeah, he's like, I don't, I, I deleted it. I was like, I literally, I, yeah, I was like, why, why would you do that? Are you embarrassed of me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Bridget's, also- I understand how stupid I sound. No, it's not. I, that's just how the world we live in, dude. Like people get that way. I remember when Ryan and I started dating, I was like, so you ever like going to like post a picture of me? We've been dating for six months. <laughs> like, type of thing. But like, why? I mean, he, he did it earlier than that, but like, why do I care? Like, why do I care so much? I shouldn't like uh, everyone who's like in my life and knows me knew that I was dating Ryan long before I even posted about him. Anyway, that happened. And I am here to say that everything's fine. I so mean, next year for her birthday, Anthony, she would like you to post on Facebook about her. Okay. And Instagram too. Okay. Thanks. Bye. And Instagram. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, but I, 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 yeah. So I think like, I don't think every relationship is perfect. Even if, even if you see that they are, yeah, you know, they're not. and that's the thing is too, like, I got another one that was like, the worst thing about it, it's very toxic and fake. Some people show real life, but it's still like fake real life. People are rude and internet bullies. And that's the thing is like, nobody, I mean, obviously nobody wants to like be kind of what she was saying, or I don't know, he or she was saying fake real life is, um, here's my messy kitchen. Yeah. Here's my messy. It's like, I'm re- especially when they're mommy bloggers and they're like, here's my messy kitchen. I'm so relatable, but later today, my nanny and my, uh, cleaner are going to come and fix it for me. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why I said that baby voice, please cancel me. <laughs> oh. I hate my, no, I don't hate myself. I love myself. <laughs> but, um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think that just goes back to like the fakeness of it all is it's all fake. And even people that aren't meaning to have like bad intent, it's still, I mean, nobody's life is it's a curated bad. version of their lives. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, who, I mean, who wants, to, everybody wants to see your highlight reel, but it's like also, there's also like a two-sided fold of it. There are people that are also very real, but at the same time, you're like, Hey, you are the most negative person in the whole entire world. Like, yeah, there's only so much you can take of that. And so, but I also think too, like there are people that do post that, I don't know, but uh, it's kind of just like the mommy bloggers. I, I, somebody, um, said to me too about this worst thing the comparison i've had to stop following basically all the mommy bloggers i think that that's like a good so i mean we could take up so much more time about this but like like you know some of the things is like um social media can cause like depression and anxiety there's a lot of cyberbullying out there mm-hmm. um there you know so people- sad it's so sad dude yeah. And that, but that it goes like anybody can be anything. You can say literally anything because it is closed doors and nobody is going to say that in public or to your face. And yeah. so, um, can I, I can I say one thing about the comparison thing? Oh yeah. So this has to do with like another current event thing. And I don't, I don't watch the show, but the real housewives of Salt Lake thing that, you know, whatever, um, I, there was a, there's a documentary right now on, on Hulu that I, uh, started watching yesterday and it's like, 
Jen Shaw, I think Jen, Jen Shaw, I think that's her name. Anyway, she's on Real Housewives of, of Salt Lake and um, she looks like she's living this lavish lifestyle and she lives in this fabulous mansion and has um, like all these fancy cars. Come to find out, she just rents it. She's renting her house. She rents the, the cars. She doesn't have any of that stuff. And she actually just got, she just pled guilty to, um, oh gosh, what was the, the thing? She, she was doing scamming people. She was running a big scam basically for el- elderly people. And she just pled guilty to it. Yeah. So yeah, it looks like on the outside that she's got diamonds and fancy clothes and like, you know, tons of plastic surgery and a nice house and cars, but like homegirl couldn't afford her own life. She just looked like it. Holy cow. That's nuts. So I'm just, you know, like take everything with like a huge grain of salt with a block of salt. I think too, that that's like attention seeking. And that's kind of too, like an element of social media is people are like, look at my great life, but it's really not that great. Yeah. I feel like if your life was so great, you wouldn't be like actively posting about it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, another one too, is like the lack of privacy that social media gives. I, uh, I like literally do not understand how I am. So like private in terms of, um, I don't know, like I, all of my stuff is private. Like, I don't want people to, um, I would never like give my address out or I don't know. Like, I don't even like people sending Christmas cards sometimes. Cause I'm like, Oh, you know where I live. Um, you're like, I know that you're my friend and you probably wouldn't ever show up to my house, but why would I give you my no, address? But like, I, I don't understand how the mommy bloggers can be like, like people know, like, um, and, and be showing their kids off. I'm like, there are just some creepy people out there that, I don't know. And plus like you're creepy. You don't want to be all over like social media in the future. Yeah. And like, I think it also, um, maybe your kids don't want, you want them to be in there, but they don't want to. And it's like about respecting their privacy and their wishes as well. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, again, these kids are, uh, your children are like uh, kids who have grown up with a camera phone in their face, you know, like documenting every single <laughs> milestone in their lives or not you know yeah so but we didn't grow up with that yeah yeah um but and I think I think it's very addicting um and I think there's a lot of like virtue signaling too you see like these things like and I'm 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 not trying to say that these things are necessarily bad and I I hope that whoever is listening can kind of um understand where I'm coming from it was like you know this whole thing that happened with Ukraine like a month or two ago everybody, the whole like social media was like flooding with, um, the Ukrainian flag and like all of these things and like support support. It's like, what's happened with it? Nothing. Like it's gone. Like it's a phase and it's like a a two or three days phase where everybody's like gung ho about finding these like peace efforts for them. But it's like, they're still going through what they're, yeah, they're still war torn. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, what are you actively doing to help it now? Putting up your little thing on Facebook or Instagram on it. Okay. You're showing solidarity to, to their cause, but it's like, 
how is that and what yeah. yeah and and I don't and I'm just saying that as a as an example not trying to say that um I don't know anyway but I just think that that's an example of like what are you doing to active and keep doing it instead of just being like everybody else and posting something mm-hmm I don't know. That kind of just like gets me that kind of stuff. I'm just like, okay, like this is going to help their, their war torn country. Please do tell me how this, how changing your Facebook profile is going to show them. Okay. But one of the things that I did get from somebody that I thought was like on the money was somebody said, I hate when people are so cryptic on social media, but they were saying like, what's going on? Like, how can I help? I don't even this is me being a bad person I don't even I'm not like how can I help I'm like I want to know the dirty details if you're gonna say something like my life is so hard right now life I just I just wish I could go back I'm like dude but why though why though we need to know yeah I don't know but um I was gonna say like and but I'm and I don't I don't hope I hope that we aren't like just being so negative I do think that there are good things about social media um, mm-hmm. a lot, I mean, I got a lot of people that obviously said, um, like negative things, but people, you know, did say like the ability to stay connected and, and see what others are doing too, that like, you may not have the chance to be seeing them as often. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it's, you can keep up easier with them. Um, uh, and somebody said they love the community, humanity, and love in social media. Um, ob- they obviously, it was hard to get into the comparison game. Um, mm-hmm. But at least for me, like, I think, I don't know, like, I don't feel like, um, I, I feel like at least for me, like, one of the things that has helped me kind of um, become less attached to social media was I had a friend, and I don't know if I've said this before, she, I was going to like tag her in something or I can't remember, but her name didn't come up. And so I texted her and I said, Hey, saw you that you were on social media. And she's like, Oh, um, I got rid of it. I just felt like I was getting like, uh, too addicted. And, um, it just uh, seeing things that people were posting were just, it just wasn't beneficial for me. So she mm-hmm. ended up to like, anyway, then she ended up getting back on it, but she created a different profile and, she literally like deleted so many people off of um, her social media, off of her social media. And she only follows like an X amount of people. And so I decided to do that. Like I purged through my Instagram and there are still probably um, some accounts you could. Yeah. Some accounts remove. I could remove, but mm-hmm. I mean, I just have some reasons that I will not disclose. Um, uh, well, I just get, I feel like I need to spy my my reasons I can't is I need to spy on them. I feel bad unfollowing those people just because I'm like, they probably need a friend, even though I don't, I don't care. You don't need to justify your actions anyway. Um, but I did that and I got rid of so many, I unfollowed all of the mommy bloggers and, um, and I mean, I do still follow some people that I guess you could consider like an influencer, but mm-hmm. I feel like they're people that are 
um, they're not trying to be like flashy with their lifestyle at all. And it's more just like their, their comedy. Like, it's like, you're a fun account, mm-hmm. you know? I, I did the same thing like two weeks ago. I went through and deleted hundreds of accounts and people off of Facebook. I'm like, I haven't interacted with you in seven years. So like, why do I care? And why do I care for you to see my stuff, like see my posts? Yeah. And that's the other thing too, is like some people that I see as followers, I'm like, you don't even know, like you hardly know me. Like, mm-hmm. and I did delete um, people that like also followed me just because I was like, I, you don't really know me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why you're following me unless you're just trying to like spy and we're not spy kids. So <laughs> I don't know. But, um, the other thing that I did that was like super beneficial for me was I got rid of social media for like two months. I deleted it yeah. entirely. And I honestly believe that that helped me reset, like, how I feel about it. Like, I'm the type now, like, I I still get on and I will post something sometimes. And sometimes when I get a lot of people that will write back about, maybe I'm asking a question about something with, like, babies or whatever. And if I get a ton of responses back, I get, like, too overwhelmed to, like, respond to them because I'm like, huh. I hate texting. I hate responding unless I'm like on my computer. Um, but yeah, I just, I I feel like if you're, if you're in this kind of rut with social media or you find yourself as, um, you being addicted to it, um, you should definitely try that out. Um, Remove it from your life for a little bit. One thing also I would definitely recommend is there's a net, there's a documentary on Netflix that Anthony and I actually watched. It's called The Social Dilemma. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it, Lou? It came out last year, right? Yeah, like last year or the year before. Okay, a, I, I remember hearing about it. I have not watched it. Yeah, it's essentially like um, a documentary that um, like shows how like social media is designed to nurture addiction um, to maximize profit and. Mm-hmm. Um, and manipulate people's views and emotions and how to spread misinformation. Um, anyway, it like, it also has, um, people that were like top executives or employees of like Google or Facebook or Twitter that are on it Mm -hmm. and just like their experiences that, um, being there and just like, um, I see like some of the time, like they discuss like, uh, social media's roles in political polarization in the United States and um, the different algorithms they use to advertise um, political propaganda. Mm -hmm. And um, just they, you know, also talked about how these companies, they actually have like AIs, which are artificial intelligence to Mm -hmm. predict the actions of users. It's, It's like super interesting. And it was cool because, um, you did have people that were at like, one of them was like, they used to be like the director of Facebook mm-hmm. or something like, and they tell you, like, I would never have my kids on this site. Like I would never, Maybe I don't I need to watch it. You seriously do because it'll make you be like, Whoa, like this is, Whoa, bro. And, and that also kind of goes with the misinformation is 
I don't think that it's all necessarily mainstream media, but I also think it is the social platforms that we use. Mm -hmm. So anyway, thanks for coming to my TED talk about social media. (laughs) Uh, Bridget, I like this. I thought it was good. It's so, I mean, like you said, I feel like we could like talk about this forever and it would have been, we should have had someone else on the pod to talk about. Honestly, we could totally do this again because I feel like there are just, even now, like I, we didn't even get through all of our list really. Um, yeah. I feel like there are so many other like subcategories of, uh, subcategories of those topics that you could yeah. talk about. We could talk about for forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. We talk, I, I, it's so interesting and we've grown up in such a weird world and our kids and our kids kids like it's crazy to think that they won't know any different you know social media is what they'll grow up with they'll grow up wanting an instagram they'll grow up wanting a facebook it's just weird or tiktok or whatever oh i don't even do tiktok is snapchat still a thing i really don't know i don't know i don't have snap i don't i don't use snapchat i think neither do i so Hmm. it's weird anyway, and it's we live like, in a weird world agreed but anyway tell us can... tell us your opinions on social media i mean it was good seeing yeah. you came in and it'd be fun to have this open discussion i know i talked about like direct messages and people saying things that they never would in real life so uh maybe you want to dm us and tell us what your thoughts were on or what your thoughts are on social media because uh, we'd love to keep the conversation going I think it's it's I like hearing people's input on this type of thing well and I like hearing how other people like deal with it like or mm-hmm. how they're like I don't know uh not getting on as much or like what they do to like disengage yeah to limit their time anyway like well, I said be- thanks for being oh, here yeah, thanks for being here. Before we leave, I have been wanting to say this for the last couple episodes, but I always forget. Can you please go subscribe, rate, and review our podcast? I think we've asked that one time on, on actual social media. And um, we just want to hear from our people, see if they're liking it or not. Or you can give feedback on the comments or in the like review page so we can see what we could be working on. Dude, I thought you were going to say that you scheduled your baby. (laughs) Oh, no. I was like, oh, this is taking like a very wide hard left. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, wasn't going to say anything like that. No, I just, I listen to podcasts. Like I said, I listen to a lot of podcasts and like at the end of every episode, they're always like, please go subscribe, rate and review. And I, I, I generally do it, but Anyway, so I was like, maybe we should do that because we've only got a few of them and we need some more people to tell us what they think about our podcast to see if we're doing a good job or not. Agreed. So anyway, that's all y'all. That's all y'all, y'all. Have a good week. (laughs) Really though, please end this right now, Bridget.